BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. News and News 11, the power of two at 6 a.m. U.S. Steel in Granite City, Illinois, says the United Auto Workers Union strike forced them to partially shut down production. Not everyone agrees the two issues are connected, though. The first St. Louis area suspects are out of jail following the elimination of cash bail in Illinois. Why some are concerned this will make communities unsafe. How exciting if you were at last night's game. History was made at Bush Stadium. Adam Wainwright secures his 200th win. We've got reaction from fans and players to Wayno's major milestone. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back on this Bowtie Tuesday. It's September 19th. You are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertz for I'm Margie Ellisor in for Blair Lede. Liking that bow tie this morning. Thank you, Pertz Margie. looks good. Yeah. It's also looking pretty good. Our Together Credit Union roof cam here in Maryland Heights. Let's get a check in with meteorologist John Fuller in for Angela this morning. See how your day's shaping up. 64 degrees, nice and cool again. The, right. You know what's deceiving about that? Many of the rural locations away from the city in the 50s this morning. Wow. So temperatures really quite diverse across our area. And evidence, Moscow Mills 55 now, Perryville, Missouri 56, and Sparta, Illinois 56. The rain to the north today and moving across northern Illinois. If you're headed up that way, you'll need a raincoat or an umbrella and more energy down to the south. Here comes the bus. 61 degrees this morning, 86 for the high. So don't leave that jacket you may wear this morning at school because you'll need it down the road a little bit more. So a nice warm up today despite the brisk chilly start with a little bit breezy conditions out there too. Amelia has real-time traffic. Amelia? Yep, and we are busy, John. We have multiple crashes that we're now tracking at the 6 a.m. hour. The biggest is going to be 170. 170 southbound is closed. All lanes closed southbound at Olive. So right now we're seeing a lot of residual backups. This is uh, due to a turnover or overturned car. Uh, so basically we see emergency crews there. Looks like uh, traffic's having to exit off of Olive. So you can see the traffic having to exit off the highway there. And then it looks like backups are forming all the way past Page at this point. So I would avoid 170 southbound at this time. You can always take Lindbergh as an alternate route. Coming up in just a few minutes, though, this is not the only major crash that I'm tracking right now. I'll have details on a 270 crash coming up next. Well, the United Auto Workers strike at facil facilities, including the GM plant in Wentzville, is impacting other industries here in our area and jobs. We have the power of two. It's Chris Renier live for you in Granite City to explain. Good morning, Chris. Margin John, good morning to both of you. We are just outside of U.S. Steel. The company is significantly reducing operations at this plant, citing a softening demand for steel products in the auto industry because of the ongoing UAW strike. The move here could lead to hundreds of workers at this facility being laid off. We can show you some past video from the plan here. A statement from U.S. Steel 
stating that it is idling blast furnace B at this facility. That is the only furnace currently operating at this location. Dan Simmons, the president of the United Steelworkers Local 1899, the union representing most of the 1,450 people working here, calls Blast Furnace B the primary operation of this facility. Simmons tells us he will be meeting with U.S. Steel to discuss a layoff minimization plan, but he believes about 300 workers could be impacted by the idling. The UAW strike against the big three automakers, GM, Ford, and Stellantis, began last week. Striking workers in Wentzville are getting support from workers at Kansas City Auto Plants, those workers coming to Wentzville to join the picket lines. U.S. Steel issuing a statement reading in part, following the announcement of UAW strike actions, we are executing our risk mitigation plan to ensure our milk capacity is balanced with our order book. As a result, we have decided to temporarily idle Blast Furnace B at Granite City and are reallocating volumes as needed to other domestic facilities to meet customer demand. Here is some of what the union president told us about the move by U.S. Steel. Three days into a strike, and it's a spot strike at best, uh, there has been no impact or zero impact to the steel industry as of yet due to the strike. So I think that's just an attempt to, I don't know, possibly have, you know, workers looking negatively at the other workers, uh, pitting one against the other, which is baloney. Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski, who represents this area, calls the move by U.S. Steel shameful and an outrage in an attempt to pit working people against one another. Illinois Senator Dick Durbin urging U.S. Steel to reopen the blast furnace here as soon as possible. For now, live in Grand City, I'm Chris Fournier. Chris, thank you. New this morning, an endangered silver advisory has been issued for 70-year-old Sterling Shavers. He has dementia and was last seen yesterday around noon at La Padera Lane in Florissant. He's bald, has brown eyes, and was wearing a brown sweater, blue jeans, and a fishing hat. If you have any information, call 911. Well, the first people facing charges are out of jail under a new law ending cash bail in Illinois. The Power of Two's Andy Banker explains who is going free and the concern it, that are out there right now that it's going to decrease safety. The paperwork's been filed and four of the first accused felons to be freed under the new law are in the process of getting out of jail here in Nashville, Illinois, about 50 miles east of St. Louis in Washington County. The authorities here... Now, they're certainly concerned about that. The historic court orders read, pursuant to statute change, monetary bond is stricken. The suspects face charges from aggravated battery to meth possession. This just opens the door. Go back out and do the same thing. If you're stealing to get money for drugs, you get to do it again the next day instead of going through a rehab. Under the new law in Macon County Court in Decatur, a judge released most of those arrested over the weekend at the St. Clair County Jail in Belleville. Authorities expect about 150 of the close to 450 pre-trial detainees to be released in the coming days. There are about 250 detainees at the Madison County Jail in Edwardsville. There's no word yet on how many will be getting out there. In Chicago, supporters cheered the changes. Today is the day that we stop criminalizing 
poverty. I am concerned. The Washington County State's attorney says those being released are now less likely to show up for court and for pretrial drug abuse or mental health services. Sometimes the only way that people are able to hold themselves accountable or hold it, you know, we can hold uh, people's feet to the fire is if they're being held in jail with the promise that you'll be let out. Now, if we are un unable to hold you, uh, that incentive, that ability to hold somebody and force them to go to treatment, obviously is greatly diminished. It doesn't give us that wiggle room to help a lot of different people that we can make a difference in their lives. And that was Andy Banker reporting. Judges can still order those accused of violence, gun offenses, or sex crimes jailed with no bail. A plea agreement is reached in the 2018 murder of a retired police sergeant. 20-year-old Jalen Garner was set to go to trial this week for Ralph Harper's death. Garner and Justin Matthews were 15 and 16 years old when they tried to rob Harper in the Tower Grove South neighborhood. Harper exchanged gunfire with Garner but was fatally wounded. Matthews pleaded guilty in 2019. Garner pleaded guilty this week to first-degree murder along with other charges. Well, the Belleville native who died piloting a Marine Osprey in Australia will be laid to rest this week in her hometown of Belleville. Visitation for Captain Eleanor Ellie LeBeau Cook will be from 3 to 7 Friday at George Renner and Sons Funeral Home in Belleville. Funeral services are at 10.30 Saturday morning at St. Peter's Cathedral Catholic Church in uh, Belleville. There is also a call for volunteers. They, they want you to set up 1,000 flags Thursday to line her final route and volunteers are needed to take the flags down the following Sunday. If you can help meet at 200 West Harrison Street in Belleville. For more information on how to help, look for the story right here on our website at fox2now.com. A driver convicted of aggravated DUI after a deadly crash receives 10 years in prison. After a week-long trial, Wayne Staten received the sentence for causing the death of Charlene Johnson in February of 2018. Staten was under the influence of cannabis when his pickup crossed the center line of U.S. 40 in Highland and crashed into Johnson's truck. Well, St. Louis City officials push for a return of red light and speed cameras. It comes eight years after Missouri's Supreme Court ruled that puts severe restrictions on their use. The effort to bring back the cameras is part of the St. Louis Safer Streets Initiative, which is designed to improve street and pedestrian safety. Now, this proposed legislation would spend all the money generated from traffic fines on infrastructure, driver education, and operating the camera program. One in four traffic fatalities happen when at least one of the parties involved was speeding. And we know that with more thoughtful infrastructure and better traffic enforcement, these types of tragedies are preventable. This bill is expected to be introduced at the Board of Aldermen meeting this week. Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright makes history. He becomes just the third pitcher in Cardinals history to reach the 200 win mark. Wayno went seven scoreless innings against the division leading Milwaukee Brewers. He had three strikeouts. The only run of the game came on a line drive solo home run to left field by Wilson Contreras. Cardinals beat Milwaukee one nothing. After the game, Wainwright received a standing ovation and saluted the crowd with tears in his eyes. That's one of the most Fun games I've ever pitched in my whole life, you know. Um, certainly will go down as a top three moment for me ever, you know, baseball-wise. So um, glad I got to do it here in front of our fans. It's incredible. And the fact that he's, he did it all with one franchise, too, with the Cardinals. And 
know, can't say enough good things about Wayno, what he's meant to the team over the years, and he deserved it. So glad he got to do that here at home. Oh, and, you know, in front of the fans at Bush Stadium. Could you imagine being at the game last night? Some of you were. We know that. Absolutely. Lucky you. Yeah, and, and really, Wayno giving Cardinal Nation something to be proud of this year, since the team hasn't been as good as they normally are in being in the playoffs. Right. You know, to have that to, you know, for him is really and nice. And he's going to keep yeah. going. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, congratulations again to Wayno.